farting is fine. Nicole Pellegrino. There? Caroline Crawford Patterson. Honey, we're home. And welcome back to Honey, We're Home. Today is Honey, the in-laws are driving me crazy, but not my in-laws if you're listening. Where we air everybody else's dirty laundry because secret secrets are no fun unless they're shared with everyone, which is actually a joke. I get in trouble for that like 24-7. Bingo. Okay, so before we get into this amazing episode, which you all have highly requested about in-laws, this episode is sponsored by Bride Bright, which both Caroline and I truly know and love very well. It's a company that's been like really our ride or die for years. Yeah. I feel like if you picture yourself like walking down the aisle and having like this gleaming wedding smile for you and I, like the go-to for picture perfect moments. And I feel like they have something for everyone. And as we've learned from past episodes, I'm a drill sergeant when it comes to teeth. So I also, in addition to like myself and my teeth, I make Mike really live by this. So we love the couples bundle. They make our smiles brighter than ever. And we're all about like the touch up life. And it's so easy with their refill whitening pens. And they just launched this brand all in one bundle, which I did recently gift to John because he's Mm. been looking for a new toothbrush. What's great about it is it has like a whitening setting. We've had the toothbrushes forever. We're obsessed. Don't wait and grab that all-in-one bundle now. Trust me, you guys, it's going so fast. If you use the code HONEY, you get a 40% off discount at checkout. So do not forget about that. Stay up to date with BrideBright on Instagram at BrideBright and TikTok at Bride underscore Bright. And to get your hands on these fantastic products available at Anthropology, Saks, Bloomingdale, Zola. Don't forget to visit their website at www.bridebright.co. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E. Co. Do not wait any longer. Go get your Bride Bright today. Get all the bundles and get ready to shine. So in the spirit of it still being the new year, we both wanted to share with you some goals that we both individually have for relationships in 2024. Nikki's going to go first. So all in all, my big goal when we were thinking about this, I was like, I have a lot of goals for my marriage, obviously, all the time. But the big one for this year... Time. Simply making a conscious effort to fuse into one being. Let me explain that. So basically, like, Mike and I, obviously, we've known each other for 10 freaking years. We've we've already been up each other's booties. I've said that before. We are already one being. But, like, even more as we're planning for the future, for a family, stuff like that, like, it is so important to logistically become one. And when I say that, my big goal for the year is to have a shared calendar. I already created one. We don't have that yet. Like, And we just, as we both progress in lives and careers, our schedules get insane. We both just like, it's just so hard to, to be on the same page when we don't see what each other's doing. So I'm going to, we have a new shared calendar. GCal, we're moving everything to digital. Yeah, you're a Google calendar girl. Yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't until, like, now. But you don't use your Apple calendars. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had to teach me how. I'm, for somebody who works in digital media, I am an 87-year-old. I, all last year, a planner. I would miss dates. I would miss events and stuff because it was written down in my planner and I didn't look. Like, that is how antiquated I am. So, There's something cute about it, though. So that's one. I'm, I'm a grandmother. Like, when I say fuse into one, I mean bank accounts. My siblings and people think it's insane that we have separate bank accounts. Yeah. We have one shared that we don't actually use. We just use for wedding money that we got. We're going to merge stuff like that. I have to figure out, like, how, and that will be a whole separate episode where we figure out merging finances. Yeah. Because right now, we split everything down the middle, but everything's still separate. Like, we just, we're like... Not every single thing. Like, we obviously pay – he pays for most of our meals. I pay for stuff here and there. Rent, the big things we split down the middle. But we just need to merge finances. Like, people think we're crazy for that. And then just all all in all, I want to, like, really become one person. Like, I want us to become, like, creepy robots who finish each other's sentences and who know what each other's thinking. That's, like, a thing about marriage, though, is that, like – I always say that I'm like even if you live together whatever before you get married which like obviously most people do but like the second you walk down the aisle like there is something weird that happens inside your body where you're like kind of just became one with that person and like you cannot describe it but if you felt it 
like we have like mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about like it is like a legitimate feeling like I'm still my own person I get it but like yeah like we're honestly an entity yeah you can communicate with just a look that's yeah. how you know a marriage is the best yeah it's I and agree. we already do that so like props to us and I'm sure you guys do too but I want to even become more one right <laughs> No, I mean, I feel like that's a good goal, though. And, oh, I want to do couples therapy. Yeah. That's the big one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's which you already, you're a therapy baby, so. Well, that leads me to mine, which is starting the pre-baby therapy, which I've oh, realized yeah. only over the past few weeks. Like, I obviously, like, talked about, like, wanting to do it. But it's, like, becoming more real and real of a subject. I know myself, and I, like, I like to go to somebody when I sit down to do, like, purpose therapy, like, I'm having therapy for this event that's going to happen. I like to go well in advance so, like, they can, like, assess me and be, like, this is how long I think it will take. Like, I don't want to go into, like, a six-week program, an eight-week program. I want it to take, like, however long it takes. As long as you want. And more and more recently, like, the conversations are getting so real to the point that it's, like, I can feel that they are not low stakes anymore. Do you currently go once a week? I have, like, my own therapy that I go to once a week. But now I will, like, want to start baby therapy pre-baby pre-parenthood therapy yeah like I want to be pushed yeah like all of the stuff that John and I talk about really everything so like we don't have lighthearted conversations I mean we do but we have a lot of like really deep conversations and we're really not scared to like disagree with each other and neither one of us are the type to sit down and be like I'm just going to, like, let this one lie. Like, mm-hmm. of course, sometimes you do that, but not on things that really matter. Mm-hmm. And so we can really tell where, like, cracks are going to be. And I'm eager now to, like, kind of start to work them out because I feel like it's getting closer. Yeah. I think pre-baby therapy is a good idea. I just wouldn't want it to psych me out. Yeah. And make me overthink. I don't think it will. I mean, for me, I don't think it will just because I know that that was a mentality – going into premarital counseling and it made getting married that much better mm-hmm. like it yeah it's That's not true. that it was hard That's like don't point. get me wrong it you just did it for me yeah yeah but like it made it because at the end of the day like I have confidence that like if this is an issue now when we're talking about it not even an issue but if I can tell it could be then it will 100% be an issue then yeah so I would rather talk about it before there is like another life at stake yeah you know, like when there's an opportunity for us to like show that we can work something out. Yeah. Then like have the argument when we're like physically fighting over another life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I need to get into like individual therapy. That's my personal goals. We yeah. wouldn't go into all of those. But that's the like number one on my – I've talked to a couple. They're all too nice. I need a mean therapist. Yeah. I need a therapist who's going to like grab me by the fucking neck and be like, you're being stupid. Yeah. No, I actually – that's actually a really good point because my favorite therapist was like that and I felt like we would like spar I I need them to tell me how it is this one I talked to was so sweet I still might work with her because she just like was so nice yeah but yeah our other our other goal for this year I'm like I want to establish a thing where we're going on one trip a year that is just for ourselves that we save for a plan that's not OPW which is like other people's weddings oh we're at an age where like literally your trip is weddings like yeah. Your vacations are other people's weddings. Mm-hmm. That's we're doing London this year for a wedding. And I am just so nervous that if we don't, everybody is like, everybody says this before they get married. I want to get married and wait year, a few years, have babies so that we can explore the world together. Okay. Psych. Because actually after you get married, everybody else is getting married. And those are all of your vacations. I think too, for us, it needs to include like not a work trip because we'll get invited on like oh. brand things and whatnot or like PR stuff, but you're working on the, like, yeah, we're, it's Mike not the and same. I are going to the Bahamas this month, but I, I'm posting about it. Like I'm yeah. working on that trip and thus he's working yeah. with me. So I think like it's so important to plan a trip like that, just the two of you and unplug. I want to start doing that now because I think if we wait, we'll never start doing it. Where will it be to? I really wanted to be Japan this year. Oh. Well, not me. John wants it. John oh, wants to go to Japan. Yeah, John wants to go to Japan, and he got a promotion last month, and then Congrats. also Christmas. And I was like, well, this will be a good one. And but I haven't bought tickets yet because again, we, like we sat down to go through the dates, and we were like, no, we can't time. really figure it out. And so I'm like, we just need to pick a date, buy it, because this is what happens to us every single year. 
Or I think the thing with a wedding is if you have an international wedding, plan your own trip attached to it. That's what I we're love do. that one. Did you do that last year? Yeah, we do that. You, with you did Greece. Yeah, that was great. Well, no, Greece didn't count. We don't. It was the worst three days of my fucking life, and that was with uh, two other couples. It was it was like the weirdest part of Greece ever. Don't recommend. I think that's a good way about it. But Japan will be sick. So I love that. It. Actually, send your itineraries for Japan. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Maybe yeah. You wrote down joint holiday. Oh, okay. I'm pumped about this one. I think that this is the year of the joint Thanksgiving. Yeah. I have worked Beach on house. this. Yes. Yes. I've worked on this. Also, someone threw out, well, when I say throw out, like let's not act like I haven't been planting the seed for six years. So somebody finally threw out, maybe we could do like a brownstone in New York so that we could see the Macy's Day Parade, which I have always wanted to do. Like renting on Airbnb. Yeah. And I really want to do it. And I don't know. I don't really care if it's the beach house or in New York. Like, I'm just freaking pumped. No, No, like, I will plan it now. Like, John's family plans trips further in advance than my family. So, like, figuring out how to respect both boundaries and, like, get people to commit more in advance than they're used to while also planning something in advance enough that, like, fits the other family style of planning is hard. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it. Like, I'm booking it in, like, February. We're freaking doing it. You have to just book now. That's what I've realized. Whoever wants to come, comes. I I took the liberty somehow. I don't know how the fuck I, out of all people, got roped into this. But with our wedding in August, I want to do Italy before because we just, like, miss Italy with my side, my whole side of the family. And I said in the big group text, I was like, I'm going to book it now. Whoever can come, come. I'll find us hotel rooms that are reasonably priced. And, like, two of my aunts were like, yes. Two of the others were like, maybe. Wait, like, aunts and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's extended. really nice. Good job. But I still need Good a- job. Thank you. I'm trying. We're trying. We'll that's get, impressive. We'll get Here's the thing that people are like, I'm not trying to force people to hang out. Like, I know for a fact, like, all of our siblings are the same age. We vibe together. Our parents mm-hmm. vibe. Like, no one doesn't vibe. It's just when you're working with 20 million different planning styles yeah and schedules it's, it's hard. hard and then there's always a few people that are like like it's it's too much effort like it's not worth the effort and i'm like you know what though um it is worth the effort i don't like when once people you're tell there me. it's worth the effort i know i don't like it when people tell me like it's not worth the effort because i'm like everything you've ever done is the result of somebody putting in more effort than it was probably worth yeah it's just the initiative is tough we love a little episode follow-up and on our baby episode, mm-hmm. we talked about baby fever being like fleeting. Like, is it actually baby fever? And one person said, and now we're we're all going to start saying this. She actually has a baby low-grade temperature. And I think that that's like the most brilliant thing ever. I love that. Baby temp at she like has a baby temp. 95. She's got a mid-temp for a baby. We're getting up there. So anytime we refer to like our status, that's kind yeah. of how I would describe my status. Yeah, I have a mid-level temp. Yeah, baby yeah. low-grade temp. Like it's really not a fever. It's just a low-grade temp. And like when an aunt asks me, I'm going to be like, I just have like a mid-temp. Yeah. And They're going to actually. If yeah. your aunt's like, oh, what do you mean? Just be like, look it up. You should know by now because you should <laughs> be listening to Honey, we're home. Go, go on. So as we mentioned, this whole episode, we're going to make it centered around in-laws. We have some really funny emails and just like a really funny in-law story. This will not be the first time that we talk about in-laws because the amount of content that you guys sent in was honestly overwhelming, but so freaking funny. One of you sent a really funny DM. It says it's about your in-laws. My husband and I are due to have a baby in February this year. We chose a name but are waiting till birth to announce it. However, it was mentioned that we purchased a sign for the baby's room with his name on it. Some family was surprised we wouldn't tell them the name. Some some of our family was surprised we wouldn't tell them the name and almost offended. LOL. So my aunt-in-law, aunt-in-law for this one. Yeah. So my aunt-in-law was trying to come up with a plan for my mother-in-law to sneak over to our house to locate the sign and find out the name. Thankfully, my mother-in-law was like, no way. I love this one because it's the aunt The aunt. She's trying to like crawl through the doggy door. How do you sneak over to somebody's house? Right. Like what is this mission impossible? I don't know. It's just so funny. This one I love because obviously when kids start coming into the picture, that's when like a lot of the in-law problems come out way more. And that's when you get a little more feistier with sticking up as we've talked about Mm. in last episodes. Like you grow a pair when you have kids involved. 
versus like now we just like don't. I just like this though because the name thing, I my sister like held her names private until until the babies were born for my two nephews and I remember always being like why just tell us the name but if you think about it the name is like the wedding dress except on steroids like you oh, you know when you show people never thought about it biggest, like that yeah my biggest regret Dang. is showing people my wedding dress before oh, I got married this sucks everybody already knows my names I can't go back now oh well God. do they the thing with the wedding dress is the biggest regret why I regret showing people I literally had an aunt I won't say who but one of our aunts was like you could just she couldn't hide her disdain for my dress on her face she pretended to like it but I could tell she didn't and those opinions get kind of in your head and cloud your own judgment so I don't want that happening with my future baby's names I'm not saying a word to anybody except for my husband until that baby's born and so I just thought this was funny that the aunt's like desperately trying to find out i really wish i knew that before i started telling everybody my names well because that's the thing like when you tell people your names they're like (laughs) like no takesies backsies at this point yeah no i mean i also tell people my names left like friends i read off the names but it's like 20 on each yeah for each gender i guess the thing with names versus wedding dresses i'm like i've thought about it for so long where i'm like if someone doesn't like it i'm like all right well suck it i don't care yeah like but Ah, uh, again, it's like there's no wow factor to it then. That, I don't even care about the wow factor. I care more about the opinions. Like, I don't need to know that you don't like my name, the name. Yeah. And I love my family and my in-laws to death, but they have opinions and they're going to have opinions about yeah. names. Good for the mother-in-law for, like, literally saying, like, back up. But then part of me thinks it's because she already knows. Yeah. Like, hundred, I just have this instinct that 100 either her son accidentally said it to her mm-hmm. and she and he was like mom i take this to your grave that i accidentally told you or like you know how people get things like engraved and monograms mm-hmm. like she already put it together through like a monogram or something that she accidentally saw and i feel like that's why she's like no 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 like leave it alone karen she, she already knows. knows yeah she fully knows such a permanent thing like a wedding dress is one thing it's like a one that you wear yeah. it for a day you're done a name is Forever. permanent like when you fall in love with a name and you want that you're you're naming your child that like I don't need yeah. any like false negative opinions coming in on that I already know for a fact Mike is gonna tell his mother and like lie to me about it literally as much as I get in trouble for it he has a big mouth too and I know he's gonna accidentally say it and be like okay we're all going to pretend like I didn't say that. John, if you're listening, I know I have a big mouth, but so do you. Mike's mom, who, again, I love to freaking death. She's going to demand that we tell her. Is yeah. That fa- like, I, my one friend, Madeline, shout out to you, Madeline, with her wedding dress and with her baby's name. She kept so speak. tight-lipped. Told us the initials. It was a fun little guess. She could have been game. a spy in World War II. Oh, she, I, me and my, our other friend were like, you got to tell us. I think I yeah. like threatened her life. And she was like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. And I was like, come on, it's us. And she was like, nope. Like, that's how you got it. And be. it would make you so mad. But in the end, you're like, well, I'm really impressed with you. Yeah. Really she impressed. She didn't tell her in-laws. She didn't tell us. And if this mother-in-law doesn't know, like, you're better than me. Because I would be saying, leave it alone, girly, because I already know. Yeah. And then nobody else needed to know. When I'm a mother-in-law, I'm going to be the one who needs to know. Like, I'm going to Yeah, be I find this to be actually funny because, like, I hella would snoop. Yeah. I am a snooper. Yeah. Could snoop forever. Same. Mm-hmm. I love a good snoop. So our next email is, it's very relatable, honestly, to like in-law issues. My husband and I have been together for six years and have both good relationships with each other's families. Our families operate very differently in that my family is very organized and plan things out in advance. And my husband's family is more go with the flow and will make plans last minute. I feel like this is great because everyone typically has like that duo dynamic we often balance each other out well because he helps me be a little bit less stringent and I help him be more structured sometimes the older we get the more the last minute details and not planning ahead with his family drives me nuts specifically with my mother-in-law she lives a couple of hours away from us so when she comes over we like to invite her to stay the night I'm fine with this when we have ample notice oftentimes she's contacting us with just a couple of days notice asking us if she can come over most of why I do not like the last minute planning with this is because of the 
staying overnight. When we have guests stay overnight, there's just a certain condition I want parts of our house to be in. Many times my mother-in-law will say she's not spending the night and then end up spending the night last minute. Also, when she does stay the night, she'll often hang out at her house the next whole day or so. I just generally have very different habits than my mother-in-law, for example. They eat differently and they just like hang out around the house differently and they enjoy different things. She says, I think on both ends, we are accepting of each other's differences. I think to her, when my mother-in-law asked to come over last minute, it seems casual and low key, but to me, it significantly weighs on me mentally and disrupts my routines. My husband knows that that this bothers me, but does not know how to go about handling it since it does not bother him. Typically, if there are conversations we need to have with our families, I will handle everything related to my family and he handles everything related to his. And she just wants thoughts and opinions. This is, I don't think we're going to agree on this. (laughs) I think she (laughs) needs to say something to him or to her. Oh, I I know why you're saying we're not going to agree. You're saying she needs to say something to the in-laws. Well, first of all, just to like acknowledge this email, which was a doozy, props to you for reading it because it's long. Um, I can relate to, unfortunately, the husband's family. I think this happens in a lot of cases with couples. One couple's family is so bad at planning, plans something the day before, the other's plans in advance. Yeah. My family, I don't know what it is. I think it's because my mom is no longer with us, who was the planner. My dad is the most type b c whatever he's just busy he doesn't have time yeah what she said she said type a marries into type b family that's how she signed it yeah and i i understand her frustration but then again i understand his side almost more because this is so something my family would do like we're just awful planners i know mike gets so frustrated with us like he'll literally be like your family's just not planning this big thing like we We'll have a vague plan, but then it won't, nothing will be set. And it's, he's like, I've got to plan travel. Like, I'm the one navigating us there, driving. Like, come on. That's how John is too with us. Yeah. It's the opposite of her dynamic. But like, I, again, like, I do think that most couples have it because. Yeah. Also, like, I like to be type A about certain things. And I appreciate that John's not type A about those things. There are certain things he's type A about that I like to be type B about. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be too many cooks in the kitchen if we both were type A about all the same things. And then it would be... That's a good way to look at it. You don't want two type A. No. And then if we were both type B about everything or the same things, that also... Things yeah. would really slip like through the cracks. But while it works in a relationship, it doesn't really work with in-laws. Right. So how do you think that she should go about setting boundaries with her in-laws personally like I mentioned a few episodes back that I felt like I was getting to a place in our relationship where like the relationships are strong enough where like if I ever was like needed to say something I should learn how to say it myself instead of like always going through John and you were like I think that happens when you have kids because you like grow the backbone to say something when kids are involved Mm mm-hmm but I think this is an opportunity for her to like test that out a little bit because it doesn't bother him. He understands why it bothers her, but it doesn't bother him. And call me fake, call me a wimp, call me whatever you want because your your perspective, this is where we disagree. Your way of handling this is the mature way <laughs> and the uh, like real way and I would argue like the better way too like honestly if you're gonna take somebody's advice from this take Caroline oh I want to hear that but mine I, I just know myself if this were happening again until there are kids involved that's when I'll become a fierce hawk like yeah. watch out I'll become a mama bear yeah you're gonna say yeah but until then I just like want to do everything I can. I think your relationship with your mother-in-law is so important, especially when your significant other, your husband in this case, is close to her. And I wouldn't want this to subconsciously like sever that relationship with her and like make her not like you. I just don't know if it's worth it. If it bothers you a ton, if she's doing this all the time, yeah, then like yeah, take a stand. But this is the easygoing side of me that's kind of saying, like, I, I know you might not like to hear this, but I just might need you to suck it up a little. Yeah, and, well, there's that, too. And, like, let it kind of happen. You have to learn to be more lenient. Yeah. Or do your routine no matter what. Yeah. 
that's what I think. Do, let her be there. Do your routine no matter what. Be and a don't good host apologize for still. it. Yeah. Like still be a good host, but don't let her disrupt your routines. Like why should that be disrupting your routine that much? I think it's totally fine to do that. I think that's actually the best way to handle it. But I think in a lot of cases, especially this one, don't let him off scot free. Make or whatever the fucking saying. Yeah. Is. Make him handle it. It's his mother. He, he should. Sh- and there's also maybe a dual way to handle it. Like, can he give you advice to say like, she responds better to this type of thing? Da da da. And like, I will back you up by this. You should. I think you and your husband should always align internally first. It's yeah. like a fucking corporate work thing. Before you no, go is. to the client, you align internally with you're your in team. A, I know you're in like whatever people like make jokes and they're like being married is a contract but like okay (laughs) it is like you are business partners sometimes like yeah there are certain things that take like negotiation partnership co-working before you go you're in love too but like yeah before you go external handle it internal you have to yeah always 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 i would never ever ever say something like to any member of John's family unless I'd already talked about it to him yeah because most things are like not a big deal at all at the end of the day like to me but it just depends on the person like to me she really might just be like because she's more type b and like I am also the more last minute person like I have no doubt in my mind that she's not intentionally trying to like upset her the mother-in-law like I just think before she even thinks about going to the mother-in-law she needs to go to him first and be like okay this is why it's bothering me like I need you to see that it's it bothers me yeah and I know it doesn't bother you but because you're my husband and because it bothers me it should thus be bothering you yeah and that way they're united and that will get him to see like oh my god you're right this does disrupt your routine this does kind of just cramp our style Yeah, perspective yeah and then they go to her together and set a boundary and you don't have to go mean with pitchforks to her you just can no talk no to no her. no it's all about how you do something yeah like there are ways to set boundaries i even this is like our for this segment saying like what are some things that we've learned when having a good relationship with a mother-in-law but i do think boundaries don't have to be like i'm setting this boundary no boundaries look like all different types of things like a boundary could be saying okay I know you're coming to stay but this is what I have planned tomorrow I don't know what type of space I live in but like say they lived in a little one bedroom like me this is what I have planned tomorrow I need the living room from this hour to this hour I have to do this I have to like if it were me I'd be like I have to film content content I have to do this blah 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 like do you have plans tomorrow do you need recommendations of somewhere to go out to lunch like I Mm -hmm. might need I might need the apartment like in this way like I have somebody coming over da 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 like do not be scared to communicate your plans and what you need versus telling them what to do and sometimes it might even just be like a matter of going to her and being like listen next time you come over like we just want time in advance not because we're being sticklers with a stick up our asses just because we the time in advance that we want we want notice in advance to make sure you're having the best experience when you're here so that we have time to plan we have time to take off work if needed or or like whatever like it's because we want you to have a good time while you're here we and that might be the the thing or like you said in your case or in that case like it might just be that i'm don't underestimate the i'm not i'm not telling you to be a liar left and right but like don't underestimate the power of a little white lie with the in-laws you could be like listen my schedule is so insane with work this month i have goals to hit might not be a good time for you to come but if you do i will be gone for these hours i'll need the living room for these hours that's like and i think though that like because obviously she doesn't have bad intentions and they have a good relationship baseline Mm -hmm. all that's gonna do is signal to you know like her husband's mom that like oh wow she has a lot going on i might check a few days more in advance next time Mm -hmm. because it's outcome right like it's just gonna signal to her that like Think about it a little bit more in advance so that you do get to come when you want to come. And the other thing for her also is like this was goes back to our doing it all episode. But like let up on yourself. I know you want the house to be in a certain condition. Yeah. But she's seen it. And this is something I have had to say to John because like he – I am a – like we've talked about. I'm a deep cleaner. He's like a picker-upper. I 
and him, like we've worked on saying, if someone has seen our house spotless clean 10 times, Mm-hmm. They know we're capable of keeping our home clean. Yeah. It is okay for them to come over when it's not a 10 out of 10 clean. Like, yeah. let yourself off the hook a little. Like, they're not going to think you're dirty. Like, it's fine. And maybe she needs to, like, give herself a little bit of grace in that area. Like, that's not necessary. This is like with anything in life. When you're hosting somebody, whether it be your in-laws, friends, family, whomever, no one is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you. That I've learned yeah. applies to your house. I will – the amount of people who have come into my apartment and I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's a chaotic mess in here. They're like, Nikki, it's never been cleaner. Like, it looks so nice in here and it smells like a wonderful Christmas candle. It's just too much to hold yourself accountable for. <laughs> like, nobody cares what your house no. looks like, including your in-laws. And if they do, then they're – People care if your house smells. And if your house doesn't smell, you're fine. Yeah. Also, not sponsored at all, but I highly recommend this the Pura device for that. Have you oh. ever heard of it? I started putting the Joe Malone thing at the front of my house now. Everyone is like, because I used to get really worried that it smelled like trash in my apartment. Yeah. No. The smell is the biggest hosting tip. Yeah. And it's really the only one that yeah. really matters. Laws that don't have any boundaries make me frown, but something that makes me smile very brightly is our sponsor, Bride Bright. Absolutely love Bride Bright. Having our smiles wider than ever, which we've both been doing with Bride Bright since our weddings, they have truly always got our backs. They have three versions of their teeth whitening kits. They include a wireless LED light mouthpiece, brush on whitening pens, and as a bonus, they throw in a desensitizing only pen. This is key because every other like white strip or whitening product out there makes my teeth physically hurt so bad. Bride Bright is the first one that my teeth don't provide you with this 3D teeth shade guide so you can actually like track your progress. It's so cool. So my sister loves a 3D guide. Like she was showing us all of it over the holidays. John and I do the couples bundle so that we can like both do it and have our own little sets, which is so cute. And also what I love to gift is the ring cleaner. Oh well. Everybody loves it. It fits in your purse. And as we mentioned earlier, we are going into 2024 with the Brighton kits that they have. These include their sonic toothbrushes. They're electric. They have this like LED light in the toothbrush. It's so cool. If you go to www.bridebite.co, B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O, um, and you use HONEY, all caps, H-O-N-E-Y, you will get 40% off. Don't forget to stay up to date with all things Bridebite on Instagram at Bridebrite and TikTok Bride underscore Bright. And in case you missed it the first time, you can grab them at Saks, Bloomingdale's, Anthropology, and Zola. Make self-care and oral health a priority in 2024 with Bridebrite. Honey, it's time to rock that million dollar smile. It's time for Lover War. Lover War is a game where we are going to read scenarios and we flash love. We can get down with it. Or war. Kind of self-explanatory, um, but it's a, it's like such a fun game because honestly, at the end of the day, we disagree and we love that for us. Love that. Favorite game. Love or war. Mother-in-law chose a white dress for our wedding, citing that it's her most special day. If you choose love for that, I'm sorry. We're going to have to fight. No, I mean war. Like, are you actually kidding? It's your most special day? What about your wedding? The what? Something with the mother-in-laws of a ma- of a man. It's my most dur- special day for the wedding. <laughs> no, like I-, I just. It is a special day for all of us, actually. But it's not your most special day. Also, what an insult to the person you married. Wear pink. You could even do a pale pink. Oh, my mother-in-law did a pale pink. She looked gorgeous. It photographs kind of ivory in photos. And I was like, I don't give a shit because you looked beautiful. Yeah. That didn't bother me, like, at all. Just don't say it's your most special day. Don't do white. Don't do eggshell. Don't do cream. Yeah. A lot of these are like that, though. And I just think that's so crazy. Yeah. Mother-in-law wants to throw me a shower because she knows my mom cannot afford to. I think that's very sweet. I think it's love as long as she's not being like condescending about it. This is yeah cynical. Nicole. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> like, like your mother can't afford it, so I'm gonna. Oh, mm. I think the worst of people sometimes. That actually could be it. I read it like, oh, she wants you to have a shower. <laughs> that's a glass half full perspective. And and you're not gonna get one if she doesn't throw it for you, and that's like really sweet. I love that. It's like oh. Yeah, no, I think that's fine. Like, I, I think this person really 
Something you have to watch out for moms, though, when it comes to wedding stuff, like showers, rehearsal dinners, weddings, is that they use it as a chance to flex. They do, and I always give this advice, and I stand by it. Offer to both moms, if applicable, to do their own shower for their friends, and you just show up. Like, because typically a mom and a mother-in-law just want something of their own to plan, and they want their friends to be there. Their friends that watched their kid grow up is now getting, like, he's now getting married, and they all want to celebrate it. And those friends typically don't even really want to go to the wedding, because I, like, you'll invite people, family friends that will actually turn it down, and you'll be like, are you kidding? Like, I nixed friends just so that you could be there. Mm-hmm. you they want the invitation more than to actually go to the wedding and so I think if you say you can plan a luncheon a bridal luncheon and I will just show up or will just show up and it can be all of your friends then you have that day for yourself actually that's a day for you and all of your friends to be like oh wow this is happening this is a big deal but I don't want to plan it I don't want anything to do with it and then I have my own shower Part of me at first is like why are you letting these women throw two parties just to entertain themselves but now I'm thinking, I agree with that because, yeah, if I don't have to do a, if I don't have to lift a finger, yeah, and I'm not planning it. Plan, please do, and I'll just get more gifts. She said this to my mom. I was like, "Am I crazy for this?" And she was like, "No, my friends want to throw showers for you. They want to give you gifts. They want to just see that you're like all grown up and mm-hmm. and have that moment. And it's just about being able to have that time with like the group of women that like was there while you were like." I don't know, growing up, like they were they were in your middle school and yeah. high school and like whatever it is. And then like, that's all they want. They just want to feel like seen and loved in that way. And like, you don't have to plan any of it and like give that to them and let them have that. And then don't like, then you're not upset because they're not trying to intrude on like your thing. Yeah, I like that. I think, I think we can choose to look at this from that positive lens of them just wanting to celebrate yeah. you. Like my mother-in-law, I wasn't going to have a bridal shower at the last second. She was like, you deserve a shower. I will do the work. And she grabbed my sister and they threw it together. Aww. And I'm so glad. Like, I'm very thankful that they did that. Because I was being very, like, weirdly negative about it. I was like, I don't you need, need a it. shower. Because I, because my friends live all over. I, like, thought nobody was going to show up to my shower. <laughs> like, literally. Do you, I freak out about a baby Aww. shower because of that. Because I have friends up here. I have friends but my friends are all over and I feel like yeah I guess I don't know if I'll do that either because they are all over like we I don't have that many other like close friends in New York City anymore well if we get pregnant together we can just have our like, own it'll be little you and like we'll just family. have a little brunch <laughs> we can have a two girly brunch where we're both pregnant and can't drink I'll do like a giveaway on my insta like listeners come to my baby shower I'm not pregnant by the way in case anybody's wondering but I do think we should have mother-in-law showers my mother-in-law calls me a bitch anytime I win the family board game night. Like, legit unleashes. <laughs> Why are you still playing board games? Oh, I love a board What? Game. No, like, That's no. That's what you took away no, from that? No, 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 no. Like, if she calls you a bitch, why are you guys still playing oh. <laughs> it's like- with her? Like, if as soon as they say board games, I'd be like, one of us has got to be out. You or me, girly. Because <laughs> this can't be going down. If my mother-in-law just like is it a joke slang around the b word at me, I would just be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, <laughs> like, I think I would start crying. I'm a very sensitive girly. I'm pretty sure, like, I would just cry on cue, like on demand. There would be no coming back. I would just be like, okay. When your face gets hot and then tears yeah. just start coming down and you can't control it, I wouldn't. I would fight, but you would. <laughs> but yes. You want to go? <laughs> I just like I would just wait. Like, that's, Whoa! Nobody asked for that. Like I don't know. It's just that's a lot. like really terrible. Yeah. Okay. No, that's war. Father-in-law mandates mandates no checked bags on family vacation. Um, I'll use my I'll use my status. Thank you very much. Three checked bags free. I don't want to hear from you again. No I, checked bags. My toiletries can't even fit. They're over the ounceage. I can't even relate to this because my father-in-law would never. He's, like, the coolest, chillest. He, like, embraces but me wh- for who I am. Like, he knows I would check a bag and be fine with it. B- mandate? I would be like, sir, who are you? And to tell me. Like, you're not my father. Is that um? First of all, this might be karma for a joke about the airport dad. But are we missing something and that's actually the airport dad? The father-in-law? That, like, you can't check bags. 
yeah that's an airport dad quality for sure because i'm not going for it i mean wait the mandate's like crazy some people are airport drill sergeants and i agree checking a bag these days in this economy is tough wait but nikki like i'll book my own flight and check my own bag like i don't even know who's paying for her she might be paying for her own flight with free checked bags well that's the thing i'd be like i'm a full-grown adult don't tell me what to do I will get my own Uber to wherever we are going so that it can wait, I can wait for my bag. Yeah. So they might not even be flying from the same place. So I think we both agree it's war. That's just like what a mean thing to be bullied for because I have more clothes than you. Wait, this is a really good one. My mother-in-law took my baby to see Santa for the first time without asking my permission. I think we all know how I feel about that. To say it would be war would be an understatement. I get it. You wanted to have a little moment, but that's why you had your own babies. Am I wrong? Did you forget to take them to see Santa? There are certain things that I am going to happily let grandparents do for the first time. Take my kid to the zoo. Take them to the park and slide them down your favorite slide. I don't even think that I would care about the haircut. Unless it was, unless they botched it. It's a conversation for a different time. I would. I want to be there for my kids. But Santa... I know they're going to cry. I don't care. I still want to be there. General rule of thumb. I'm going to put you on a cute little Jingle Bell outfit. Before you do anything, just ask permission. Do you know what one would actually send me is if they took them to get their ears pierced? Oh, yeah. That's assault. (laughs) That is assault. (laughs) Don't. You've actually hurt my child, so. In that case... (laughs) I'm calling the cops. Like, that's actually, like, rude, though. Like, that was really premeditated. You just, like, weren't out. And you were like, let's get Santa. Yeah. They probably dressed her up, too. I know it. I just know it in my soul. Mother-in-law loves telling cute stories about her son's middle school, high school relationships. Middle school? Sorry to yell. But, like, that's ill. That, to me, is just a mother-in-law who like cannot move on from son's past and it's giving like like you you're obsessed and just need to get your own life yeah this sounds so savage i don't know like maybe maybe that was an exciting time for her her son is getting her first girlfriends but like i would be like why do you even remember those details slash like know them (laughs) Actually, yeah. Why do you even know? Like, I don't know. Maybe this is, like, old, me being oldest and bitter. But, like, my mom doesn't know my, like, teacher's names. So why do you know those things? Like, right. I think this is different because, like, I, th- I think this has to do with, like, how much girls tell their moms versus boys. Sometimes boys tell their moms, like, too much. Oh. See, I don't know because I, I don't, like, know what boys do. Back, I don't have a brother. Back in the day when my mom was still alive, she knew so much about my life. But, like, she also was so busy in a good way that, like, she wouldn't have cared too much. Like, she wouldn't remember my middle yeah. school relationships enough to tell stories because she had yeah. her own life. Do you know what my mom did one time, though? This boy that I was dating in middle school, we went to church together and also school together. And so we didn't know that our moms were friends. And that's the thing about going to a bunch of small schools is like all the moms are friends. And like you're just like too dumb to realize that. So I guess he told his mom that he was taking me to the dance. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell my mom. So I guess this is true. So she somehow knew that he was taking me to the middle school dance, even though I didn't tell her. And he wasn't picking me up to go to the dance. And I didn't want him to because I was going to take pictures with my two best friends in the park. I'm getting ready for the dance. And my mom calls upstairs. They're here to pick you up. He had coordinated with his mom and his parents drove her him to my house to pick me up for the dance. Good. And I cried getting in the minivan because <laughs> all I wanted to do was go take pictures with my friends at the park. I was so upset. I was like, how did you even know I was going to the dance he with this boy? You're not even supposed much. to know. Yeah. I guess it's just, if I thought about it, I'm so probably mad at him about it. Little boys tell their moms too much. Yeah, he really should have kept his mouth Stop shut. Stop telling your mom so much. Okay, mother-in-law held a grievances meeting with me after wedding to tell me everything she didn't like. Absolute war. I know it sounds like we are being so savage this episode, 
Which maybe we are, but y'all's in-laws are insane. This is crazy. You guys are saying this. Like, when I tried <laughs> to tell you freaking hundreds, like. After the fact. Mind blown. Go with, hug your mother-in-laws, please, after this episode. Like. With anything in life. Do not come to me with negative feedback on something unless it is to improve something for the future. So a wedding that happens once, Already don't done. come to me with grievances. We're not doing another wedding. No. Nope. What, what is your intention, woman? No, nothing. Just to make me regret my wedding? I would literally shut that down so fast. That's like actually terrible. Okay, dating for six years, engaged for two months. His mom called me whatever her name is at christmas <laughs> wait the mom goes yeah whatever her name is after six years i don't care if it's after five minutes you don't whatever her name is i don't even my that's not even okay you know how sometimes because i i had to like kind of train john on this you know how when a woman says something to you that's really mean, she says it in a way that a guy will never know is mean? Yes. Okay. So I literally go out of my way to look at John and I'll go, that was a dig. Even if it's not about me. I just am trying to like train his ear like Marshall and how I met your mother. He was like, t- when Lily got pregnant, like he was like honed in to like what yeah. it meant to be a woman so he could respond on his wife's behalf. So I need John to know now. I, he'll be like, now he'll look at me and be like, was that a dig? Like he's getting, he's getting it. He speaks woman. He's really he. I made a joke. I'm like, you're a girl's girl, and my sister was like, no, he's a boy's girl. I'm like, no, a boy's girl is something very different. He is a girl's girl. Well, yeah, you gotta train them because yeah, Mike, men, are, Mike and men are oblivious. Mike and men are oblivious. They don't see. They no, always, they look at the positive too much. They and see the best in people too much. That's too much work for me. We're gonna like what is the phrase? Uh, lead a horse to water. He'll drink yes. for a day to, or whatever. Something about teaching somebody to fish. The point is, the uh, there are so many subtle ways that she could have ma- said something mean to her daughter-in-law that her like husband would have never even realized were mean. That is outlandish. That's blatant. You're not even trying to cover the meanness. You referred to me as whatever her name is. Guess what I would do next time I address her. Her name's Teresa. I'd call her Bethany. I'd say, I don't even, I, yeah, I'd say. Shut up. Actually, I would love to see that happen. That I want, I hope. Oh, my God, please. You know what I would do? I would, when we do have kids, I would literally train the kids to call her a grandmother name that she doesn't want to be at all. Yes. That's the ultimate revenge. That is one of these in here was like uh, something about picking out a grandmother name. And I was like, yeah, I kind of love it because I don't know. Like you don't want an ugly grandmother name. That is the winner. That is the winner. I would train them. Like I know we sound evil. I would never do that to my actual mother-in-law. Yeah, well, because they wouldn't do that to us. would never call me Are you kidding? It's a a two-way street. They would never do that to us. Yeah. That is sick. If somebody ever did that to me in front of my mother-in-law, she would slap them upside the head. She'd be like, get get it correct. Okay. This mother-in-law called her grandma, as in the bride's grandma, to convince her to call off her wedding two weeks before the wedding. I need more details on that. That's a whole, that's a Netflix show. That's a. Some of you guys really need shows. Some <laughs> of you guys really need shows. I need the details on that whole dynamic. Um, okay, mother-in-law gifted me a huge framed photo of just my husband at my bridal shower. <laughs> but I, what do you mean by huge? I'd be like, what the fuck do you want me to do with this? <laughs> by huge, like, what do you mean? Is I mean, it's obviously Above not a mantle? five by seven. Is it an eight by ten? Is it a twelve by, is this like legal size paper? Is it, what are we working with? Want to know something really funny? Yes. One time, Mike's mom gave us, it was really sweet. She printed out a bunch of photos of the two of us, yeah. not just Mike, like a normal person of the two of us. It was really sweet and thoughtful of us, a bunch of photos from CVS on those like plaque things. And we yeah. used them. I love them. But one of them was like a big, like 
I don't know the sizing, but big above the mantle piece. And it was the ugliest fucking photo of us. She printed out a bunch of them, but one of them was just really big. Yeah. The others were small and made a fun But you hated collage. it. Like it wasn't a good one. I just was like, Mike, I was like, we're not going to put this anywhere. I love, I love you. I love your mom. This ain't going anywhere. I actually, <laughs> it's not that, because this has nothing to do with like, intentions or anything I think it's just like you're your own harshest critic so when it comes to wedding photos like seriously like you need to be the person to tell people like what works and what doesn't work these weren't even wedding photos oh it's just in photos (laughs) like I the photos that my mother and I told her this that she printed of us for our wedding I was like really but I know she thinks that they're stunning I'm just like this might have been the worst photo but like she thinks every photo is beautiful right yeah whereas my mom is like it's been three years caroline and i can't print anything without your approval because i know that you're going to chew into me smart woman the intentions there no 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 yeah they just think that everything is beautiful Mm -hmm. they think that everything is beautiful that one is like actually funny this one writes in my mother-in-law is always commenting on how much food i eat like I don't know if this is love or war. I mean, I uh, didn't you, you like, wait, what? When you first read this, I my first thought is so toxic. Like, don't comment on my looks. Don't comment on how much food I'm eating. Nothing with the body. Like, stay away I from that. I hate people. I literally just hate people. But I wonder if it's like in a good way. Because my in-laws will do that to me. No, I'm, I it's eat. not in a good way. It's not in a good way because. No, she didn't. It's that, that commenting on the how much you eat. Is the definition of yeah. a guy not knowing that that's a slight, but she knows it's a slight. Yeah. Because it's about how she says it. Just, like, stay away from the food comments. Even if you're, like, terrible. making a light joke. Like, huh, Nicole eats so much. No, like, I, it's terrible. And, like, it also teaches, like, your kids to make comments like that. It's a fast track to causing eating issues. Which that's a mean? huge issue. This is fun. We'll do more in another episode. But until then, we love you guys so much. Follow us, email us, subscribe. We are Honey We're Home Pod on Instagram, or you can find us at Caroline Carver Patterson. Nicole Pellegrino. And you can email us at honeywerehomepodcast at gmail.com. And we love to read your submissions on here. But we hope you guys have a great week and we will see you next Tuesday. Love you.